Some people think that checking your ego means putting up with disrespectful behavior. Sometimes we have trouble communicating effectively with different personalities. And furthermore, some of us are struggling to find purpose in life. On top of that, sometimes we want more time in the day to do the things that we actually want to do. On this recap episode of The Underground, we will cover the advice on how to handle all of those various elements. So go get some. Next question. Next question. A theme that is often discussed on the podcast is checking your ego. Forgive me if I have missed the answer to this question previously. The question is, although I understand the strategic benefits of checking my ego, I also believe that there's a certain continuum that exists of when owning my actions and maybe being egotistical might prove beneficial. This is a two-part question. As there are certain scenarios that have arose in my professional career where I felt it was to my detriment that I checked my ego. The first, do you have an example of the threshold of bullshit you'll take you'll take checking your ego the second when does ego strategically benefit you if at all well yeah this uh clearly a continuum exists for sure that's why we wrote the dichotomy of leadership there's all kinds of continuums inside leadership and one of them is one of them is the ego so let's 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 go to the second question first. And I, I kind of misread these questions when I originally read them. I thought he was talking about the ownership aspect. But the second question, when does the ego strategically benefit you, if at all? Well, that happens all the time. That happens all the time. If, if you are going to, um, if you're going to be in a wrestling match, and you're you're you let your ego get a little bit stronger. You're like, hey, you're going into a tough match, and you're like, I got this. I can do this, right? Like it's if you're going there, man. This guy's gonna beat me down. This guy looks so strong. If that's how you're going into the match, that is going to hurt your performance. Yeah. You can't go into that match thinking I don't have what it takes to beat this guy. No, you got to be like, hey, look at that. I see he's looking a little soft over there. I've I've been training hard. I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm gonna bring it. Yeah. That can happen when you're pitching a a plan to your boss. If, you ha- if you're thinking, oh, I'm never going to get this right. My boss is never going to buy into my plan. Mm. Guess what? That's going to come across. Mm. If you have a situation where the team is, is nervous about something. Team's all nervous. The team's scared to do something. Mm. And you guys go, I'm not sure how this is going to go, guys. But we, just, we don't really have a choice, right? <laughs> That's not going to help the team. But if you go in there, you assess the situation. Go, okay, cool. We got this. The plan is tough, but we can make it happen. So those are plenty of times where... Your ego benefits you, not to mention your ego benefits you that you want to win, right? I, I We talk about checking the ego because the ego gets you in trouble, but as long as you have it under control, you it makes you work hard, it makes you want to win, it makes you want to, it makes you want to come in first place, it may, gives you pride in what you're doing. All those things are totally positive. If, if, if you didn't have an ego, then you wouldn't care. Hey, you're gonna, are you gonna, <laughs> Hey, are you going to work out today? No. Why not? I don't care. I don't care what kind of physical condition I'm in. I don't care what I look like. I don't care what my health is. Mm-hmm. I have no ego. Okay. Is that beneficial? Hey, did you do your uh, did you do your sales calls today? Well, no. Why? 
Well, because I don't care if I sell anything. Mm. Oh, did you study for your test that you have tomorrow in school? No. Why? Because I don't care what my grade is. So isn't it good to have an ego that says, hey, I'm going to study hard. I'm going to work hard to get a good grade on this test because I want to be number one in the class. Mm-hmm. So that's all. There's, a, there's countless, countless situations. Where is the ego get out of control is where is the problem? I'll tell you where. Go back to the wrestling example. Hey, I'm so good at wrestling, I don't even need to train in the off season because I'm so awesome. Yeah. What's going to happen when the season hits? You're going to get crushed by some kid that was training freaking hard. Mm-hmm. Hey, we don't need to rehearse for this pitch to the boss because our plan's so awesome, he's just going to buy into it. Is that going to help you? No, you're arrogant, you're overconfident. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, need I go on? That's what it is. So what was the first question? Do you have an example of the threshold of bullshit you will take checking your ego? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, but I don't know that I, I don't know that I could uh, draw a line in the sand of, hey, here's where if you do this, I'm gonna stop you. Um, you know, if someone's gonna start feels like it depends a lot on like what's 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 bullshit because like even that it's like even yeah. to say what where's the threshold i can only take so much of your bullshit yep. right like are mm. you looking at me like that yeah you right. know where where what what's the bullshit you know like it, why because they're correcting you a lot yeah well usually if you're getting corrected a lot that means you might be making a lot of mistakes <laughs> again speaking from my experience <laughs> in my family with my wife so it and I'll, and I'll think that a lot of the time too. Like every once in a while, I'll I'll think like, hey, like, is this person? And I'm not necessarily saying my wife here, but anyone where it's like, hmm, I I I would never talk to you like that. I would never use that tone with you, like ever. Mm-hmm. Like not you, Jocko, yeah. but I'm just saying the other person. Um, meanwhile, you're using this tone with me every single day, almost, you know kind of a thing if that's your boss or something like that. So that to me could be like, man, how much of this tone am I gonna take? But if you if I don't think of like which what you would always say or do always say, where you have to when you consider like the overall goal, like what do you want out of this right here? With out of this relationship with this boss or your, you know, whoever. Do you want is your primary goal, if your overall goal is it to not get talked to like that or to express yourself now that you're angry that you got talked to. Cause usually that's a lot of time when they quote unquote ego comes in. I'm saying in my experience when I want to be like, when I feel this, how much of this bullshit am I going to take? You know, mm-hmm. at some point I'm going to let her know or let this person know, you know, like, Hey, you can't talk to me like that. You know, I'm kind of tired of your, you talking to me like this or whatever. But to me that when you really think about it, that's not, that's not bullshit. It's like if you think of it in terms of, hey, you're talking to me like this for a reason. And then you start with, okay, what? And then I'm just saying this is what I did, how I thought. Or be like, hey, what am I doing? What am I doing to make this person talk to me this way? And then when I did that, I I started to find all these little things. Hey, if I just change this, this, and this, I probably won't get talked to like that ever. So I don't have to reach any threshold Mm -hmm. because it's not really bullshit, you know? Yeah, so here's a couple things that I was thinking as you were talking. Uh, number one is whatever this other individual d- is doing, is it negatively impacting the mission, right? So if if you're my boss, Echo, and you come in and you're like, hey, 
hey, Jocko, this is another unsat plan from you. This is ridiculous. You don't know what you're doing. And you say that in front of everybody and it it undermines my credibility. That That's not good, right? Now, like you said, it. there's probably some mistakes I'm making. So mm-hmm. I need to go to you and say, hey, boss, here's what's going on, man. Can you pull me aside when you you know when you want to really jump down my throat like that? Because I I still got to go back and work with the troops, and if they're looking at me thinking I'm an idiot, that that's going to be rough for me. And look, I acted like an idiot. I got it. The plan I presented wasn't good, Mm -hmm. but I just want to I just want to get the right information to you, and I want to learn from you so that I can move forward. So, so so could that be considered bullshit that you came down and yelled at me? Yes, it could. Does is that appropriate? No, it's not especially if it's gonna negatively impact the mission. So there's a there's a situation where I might be like, okay, but to your point, I wouldn't say don't talk to me like that. Right. I'd say, hey, listen, I know that I presented you with a bad plan. Next time, can you help me? Because when when you're just ripping apart my plan in front of everybody, I'm already having a hard time getting through to the guys and now, they're, now their respect level for me is going down and that's gonna hurt our capability to accomplish this mission. Can I get with you beforehand to to get that straight feedback straight from you so that it, it doesn't really make me look like an idiot in front of the guys? Because I'm trying to build some trust with them and this isn't helping. So that's one. That's so interesting there. So it's not even, and it's almost like, so the question kind of breaks down in a, in this way where it's like how much how much bullshit are you willing to take essentially? It's not about any threshold of stuff that you're willing to take. And after this threshold, you just can't take it anymore. It's not like that's not an applicable question almost. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at it like, hey, there, there's no threshold. There's no nothing. If there's a problem with the interest of building relationships, that's the 100%. Mm-hmm. We'll just say the goal. That's the, the, the that's whole the, that's over. The goal. Yeah. Strategic goal. That is the goal. If you go into it like that, oh, yeah, and just start solving problems. So there's no threshold. Hey, if someone's, like, giving you, quote, unquote, bullshit, okay, that's a problem. You solve it with the intention of improving the relationship. That's essentially what you do. And you just treat every everything like that. Essentially, then there will be no threshold. That's what, I yep. mean, that's what it, it seems like. Yep. Now, that's number one. Number two is being on the high ground, right? So when... You roll into a briefing and you're my boss and you and you know you talk down to me and I sit there and go, Roger that boss, got it. And everybody in the room knows that what you just did was inappropriate yeah. and it was bad leadership. And I and they saw me maintain my cool and maintain my my confidence and my respect level. And I go, Roger that boss, next time I'll I'll straighten that out. Yeah. Who looks better? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. I'm on the high ground all day long. A- and that's going to lead to number three. Which, go ahead. You, you, I, I cut you off a little no, bit. No, no, no. Actually, I was cutting you off because of so... Uh, I Because that happened in my experience. That exact go. same thing. It had nothing to do with me. I witnessed mm-hmm. it. So I was at a shoot, video shoot. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, one of these kind of medium, bigger ones where there's big equipments and cranes and stuff like this. And um, we'll call him the director. Right. I'm not going to name his name because mm-hmm. he's kind of like people know who he is. But he's like, so there's a protocol, right? And it differs a little bit from like when you do a shoot, right? You, so you slate, which is clapping it out or, you know, whatever. You slate and then you say rolling. The camera guys say speed. Some, you know, something like I said, it differs. It depends on the shoot. But the camera guys were saying speed, meaning like I'm rolling mm-hmm. essentially and all this stuff. 
And then once they say speed, that's just, at the end of the day, that's just saying, hey, we're rolling too. We're good to go here. Everyone's like checking off, you mm-hmm. know, checking. So then they say, and then he says action, right? Boom. So one of, and we're t- doing a lot of takes. So one take, he said rolling, and then they slated, they say rolling, and then one of the camera guys didn't say speed. I think it was just so mundane that he just didn't. You could tell he's, like, there mm-hmm. doing it or whatever. I even think he, there was a monitor there where you could see, mm-hmm. you know, that he was recording. So the director goes. And then they say action, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, they start rolling. Camera two, are you rolling? Yep. So he, and it gets worse, though. Here's oh, the thing. Yeah. So it's in front of everybody, you know, these pictures. And he's like. Wait, 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 camera two, are you are you speeding? You didn't say speed, like what's up? And then he was like he's like, speed, you know, not he didn't say, Oh, sorry, nothing. He was like, Okay, speed. Kinda like I got it, cool. He goes, speed, and then they say action, and he goes, he yells out, he's like, That's not my job to the guy. Kind of like it's not my job to for to say your speed, kind mm-hmm. of a thing, right? And I was like, that was a that was a bad move right there. And you could tell everyone was like kind of awkward or whatever. And you could tell everyone was like, who the hell is this guy, man? Yeah, where that guy thinks he just came off like a badass. Oh, yeah. He got everyone control. in the room just looked at him and went, you're a freaking loser. How the cameraman responded. He just said he just said copy. That's all he said. Yep. Just copy. He wasn't like, yep. oh, he didn't say nothing or no. He just said copy. Kind of like that was just how, yep. you know, like uh, almost like he didn't try to call him out in front of everyone. Yeah. He actually took the higher ground. Took the higher ground. Yep. Yep. Exactly, man. So high ground, when someone comes and tries to be all uh, all uh, demeaning to you and tries to, tries to uh, what, does he, what does he say here? I guess that was the last question. Talk about dismissive and demeaning. When you go, hey, Roger that boss got it. Roger that boss got it. And you make you let them roll. And here's the last thing. And this is a little bit of a little bit of a of a one that may or may not bother somebody. Generally speaking, when when we start feeling that someone's got the big ego or they're offending us, guess what's getting offended? Your ego. Your ego is the thing that's getting offended. And that means that that is a good time to check your ego. And it's the hardest time to check your ego. So so um, I have a really high threshold because I realize that almost every response to uh, from an egotistical person that you give it reveals your freaking ego. It reveals your lack of confidence and your insecurity as a person to be like, I gotta defend myself right now. Where I can look at someone, that, someone comes in and says, you know, hey Jocko, you got, you, uh, what is it? You got, um, you know, you got a gap between your front two teeth, you know? And I go, yeah, pretty good one, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, cool, like whatever. I'm not going to get offended by that or, you know, yeah, whatever they're going to throw at you mm-hmm. that hurts your ego. You feel your ego starting to want to talk back when you, when you respond, everybody knows, oh, that bothered him. Mm. That bothered Jocko. That's a sensitive area. Like that, if you're, if things are bothering you, it's revealed to everybody. Mm-hmm. That's why when you sit back and you go, yeah, cool. Good. Yeah. You called it, man. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. We're we're moving forward. Do I have an example of a threshold of bullshit that will take checking your ego? I again, I think it's ninety nine percent of the time. 
There's very, I can't think of examples where I'm like, hold on a minute, I gotta put a stop to this person, Yeah. right? I can't think of good examples like that. Yeah. Because you sit there and you listen and you go, this person's making an idiot out of themselves right now. Right. Hey, are you done? Like even that right there is like a little bit of a, yeah, it's yeah. just like, okay, got yeah. it. Hey, appreciate, appreciate the feedback. Yep. Hey, got it boss. Yep, check. And then, yeah, is there time when your ego helps you? Yeah, all the time. But just don't let it get out of control. Yeah, it's funny. I can't imagine you saying to someone, your boss or your wife or, I don't know, anyone saying, like losing your, it's not losing your temper. It's just like, I've had it up to here with the way you talk yeah, to me. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, I can't yeah. even imagine that. It's like, man, fuck. Yeah. I got to keep that in mind. When you nod, when you look at him, you know, nod, nod your head. Yep, yep. Got it. Yep. And here's the other thing, man. Like, you got to think about what that other person's going through, right? First of all, they have an ego. First of all, that, that director who's trying to get this shot done, he's frustrated. He wants a place. It, things aren't going right. He's over time. He's over schedule. He's over budget. All those things. And he doesn't have a good control over his, over his personality and over his own ego and his over his own temperament. And that's obvious. So when they freak out, hey, yep, got it, boss. Thanks. Uh, copy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't, they're looking for a reason to blow up. Yeah. Don't give it to them. Yeah. Don't give it to them. Check. Next question. <clears throat> I run into problems when communicating with a group of. So that is a little excerpt of what we are doing on the Jocko Underground podcast. So if you want to continue to listen, go to jockounderground.com and subscribe. And we're doing this. We're doing this to mitigate our reliance on external platforms so we are not subject to their control. And we are doing this so that we can support the Jocko podcast, which will remain as is, free for all, as long as we can keep it that way. But we, but we are doing this so we don't have to be under the control of sponsors. And we're doing it so we can give you more control, more interaction, more direct connections, better communications with us. And to do that, we are, we're building a website right now where we'll be able to utilize to strengthen this legion of troopers that are in the game with us. So thank you. It's jockounderground.com. It costs $8.18 a month. And if you can't afford to support us, we can still support you. Just email assistance at jockounderground.com and we'll get you taken care of. Until then, we will see you mobilized underground.